Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to InVibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. We're grateful that you're here. Good morning and welcome to InVibe Live Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. I don't quite know where to begin. (laughs) So Cheryl and I are recording this. We have some firsts going on. This is the first time we are publishing a podcast the exact same day we're recording it. And so that means we are recording on Tuesday, February 23rd right now, and we will publish this as soon as we can get it ready um, to go this afternoon. We have just come out in Austin, Texas of snowpocalypse or the great ice storm that has made national news and so most people have heard about it. Um, We thought we could get together and give some reflections on that, um, share some stories on it, and just maybe some survival tips if it's survival, not survival, like um, how to boil snow to flush your toilet, although... Although that happened. we did it, um, but getting through emotionally a time that 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 is so stressful. Right. Um, so just current status of affairs. I have power. I kept power the whole time, um, and my water was like a roller coaster on and off. And today, Tuesday the twenty third, I have had water pressure for three days, but my water supply is not yet stable. And we are still on a boil water notice, so you'll see drinking bottled water. Mm-hmm. How about you guys, Cheryl? We lost, I feel like we're one of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. We only lost electricity for a day. Um, and it was a 24-hour period. And we never lost water. We did have low water pressure. Our boil water ban, I think, was lifted today mm-hmm. or late last night um, at... Some point, so we had different things happen in the house. Like in the back of my house, we lost all hot water from day one when it was like eight degrees here and eight inches of snow. No hot water in the back of the house, but I had it in the front of the house, mm-hmm. right? And then our heater went out in the front of the house, but not in the back of the house. And that happened after our electricity went out, which was Wednesday, which was actually when it started to get a little bit warmer. We were up in the 30s versus the Single digits seemed so amazingly warm that day. <laughs> amazingly warm, where we really just brought in some space heaters and we were fine. And lucky at my other office, we had a ton of space heaters that we were brought home. 
And um, the day that we were without electricity, it did start to get really cold. So we thought, oh, let's just go camp out at the office. It's me and my husband and my two kids. We'll put out some thick mats and, you know, we have electricity so we can watch Netflix. And that was all fine for about an hour. <laughs> and then as it was time to go to sleep, the kids, of course, passed out, went to sleep really easy. My dog was a little confused, you know, like, what are we doing? Steven and I tossed and turned and tossed and turned and tossed and turned. And about three in the morning, he said, I'm just going to go to the house and see what's going on. Make sure our pipes aren't busting and that kind of stuff. Cause it happens when you start to lose electricity and things start freezing, not only from the outside, but the inside. So as he was at the house checking, the electricity came on. And so he came back to the office at three in the morning and was like, Cheryl, the electricity's on. Do you want to go? I jumped up and was like, yes, we're out of here. So we woke the kids up and they were like, why are we leaving? We're like, because we can't sleep. And so this was also lucky for you because you had a vehicle and the yes. ability to drive the very, very short distance, almost walking distance we from were, your home mm -hmm. to your Stephen um, has a 4x4, four four, so yeah. we were very lucky that we were mm -hmm. able to get around because the roads were still not drivable. Right. And they got worse after that right. day. Mm -hmm. They did. You know, even though the temperatures warmed up, they were still in the freezing and we, you know, that first day the snow was beautiful and I felt like everyone was happy and fun and it was great and it was real powdery and there was just kids everywhere in the neighbors sliding down the hill. Oh, see, that is very different from my neighborhood Yeah, because my neighborhood is one of the ones that is everyone's seen on the news at two in the morning got a notice from Austin Energy, we're going to start rolling blackouts. It went out at two in the morning and didn't come back until late Friday. I see. Yeah, and so by experience. Monday, no one was out playing in the snow. It was oh. too cold. You couldn't go in and warm yeah. up. You couldn't, you know, get yeah. dry. So in here, starting Monday, it was in my neighborhood. Starting on Monday, it was kind of an urgent situation or yes. emergency situation, and there was no playing going on. Now we were one of the only houses, like I said, that kept power the whole time, which was. Shocking. Curious. I mean, it's almost like there are three or four houses on my street and just a couple others randomly in the neighborhood, almost like you would just put polka dots on a map and we kept power. Have some, you know, reasons why that might be, but not completely mm -hmm. sure. We have, you know, an emergency services station near us. Maybe we just happen to be on the same main line that they are. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was just blind luck. I really have no idea. But that created an interesting dynamic in my neighborhood. So let's start talking about lessons learned. I think my, a lot of lessons learned from it, but one of my biggest was the importance and value of your community and particularly your small community, your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I live in a fairly new neighborhood. I've been here a little over two years and I've been here longer than most people around me. Mm -hmm. So everyone's moved in recently. Um, in the last few months, have a lot of us have kind of gotten to know who each other are, but just kind of as neighbors, we were a group operating together for a week. And, you know, again, because we had power and a lot didn't, people were coming in and out here. We had one family staying with us for most of the week. And as um, they said, or she said, we started as neighbors and ended as good friends. It mm -hmm. went amazingly well um, to have had the two families together for a week and four dogs. And at one point, six dogs because we had someone else's with us for a little while and it really went well and we, we did great and i think it was if anything maybe a little more 
comforting or easy to go through having mm-hmm. that combined efforts together and combined energy, like yes. personal energy, not power energy. Yes. Coming together made it a little yeah. more tolerable. And, you know, also we went into a mode right away of we are the lucky ones. Let's help those who aren't yes. um, on the resources we had. And so even though we had a lot and were able to find a lot, we didn't hoard it like unwilling to share it. We right. were willing to share what we had. Yes. Yes. I think that the interesting part, when you think of the mental aspect of last week, um, you know, I've talked about Monday being happy and fun in my neighborhood because we were able to go outside in uh-huh. our snow clothes and play. It, it quickly went downhill from there mm-hmm. because most of the, there were people around me who lost water and, you know, then electricity went out two days after that. So, you know, it went down, but there was a play day for us. But the mental aspect of a whole week of no work, mm-hmm. no income, no, you know, just you know, a little isolation because the kids played some, but then they started to just kind of stay in, you know, everybody in my neighborhood had electricity except for that one day. So everyone was kind of staying in their houses and trying to figure out the water thing, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure pipes didn't bust right. and that kind of stuff. And there were sections of my neighborhood that didn't have electricity. Um, so it, it mentally, Stephen and I kept saying to each other, even though there were things that we could be doing work-wise, we couldn't wrap our head around doing it. That's how I felt. There was Mm -hmm. a fog in your head. It was um, a fog of energy. And I was actively trying, especially knowing that Amy and I, you know, we actively seek out trying to live a more in-vibe life, right? We try and seek out ways to lift our energy, lift our frequency, lift our mood. It was a lot more of an effort to do that last week Mm -hmm. in that, um, even though we were actively trying to do it. And Steve and I did constantly have the conversation of how lucky we were Mm -hmm. and how this situation reminded us of being hurt, being in a hurricane in our past and in those hurricanes. Right. Us too. Yeah. And sometimes like our remembering of being in a hurricane, um, was never a bad situation. Granted, we were not in New Orleans during Katrina, but we had been in many hurricanes before that. And they were like, oh, the lights are out. You know, it's let's slow down and have fun. And it became this party situation. So our memories of being in these sorts of situations um, were what we were pulling on. And those were not bad memories for us. You know, I think that's a good point you made. I was constantly grateful for what we had. And here is one interesting dynamic I had to catch myself feeling grateful for what I had instead of guilty for being one of the lucky Mm. ones. And I did find myself having to balance that over and over Mm -hmm. and realizing if I didn't have it though, then I wouldn't, if I didn't have this power or even when I had a trickling of water, I wouldn't be able to cook dinner for my neighbors tonight. And I wouldn't be able to be in a position to help these other people. So I need to just share the responsibility of what was given to me with the gifts I was given this week, but don't feel bad about it. Don't turn it into a negative thing. Keep it at a high energy resonance. And so you're right. I think one of the reasons why 
my energy or my frequency stayed high as I, I was constantly going back to that state of gratitude yes. for how we were doing and how things were going, not letting myself fall into a spiral of anxiety or fear or worry about it. But I think but guilt, keep it there. Like that's a very important thing you brought up because mm-hmm. I think I have even seen people post on social media about their guilt they were feeling for because they weren't the ones that were uh-huh. without electricity for seven days when it was eight degrees outside and and no water. I mean, those those are reality. I have clients that that happened to. That's ha- that happened in this town. And then those, but they were posting that they felt guilty that they were the ones with electricity and water. And I, I agree with you. That's not um, that is a feeling that I think is a real thing that can come up. But if you can take the time to acknowledge that you have it and change it to gratitude, Mm -hmm. that would help you draw more abundance so that you can help more people. And that's how you can do it. And that's kind of what happened actually, Mm -hmm. as you say that. And I am, I did like that first day, Monday, when you said y'all were playing in the snow, when I had power, none of my neighbors didn't. I worked all day that day. Um, Cheryl and I have this yeah, big event did. coming up that's supposed to be this Sunday, the 28th. Uh-huh. Hopefully most of you have seen the announcement. It has been pushed back a week to March 7th mm-hmm. um, to respond to the fact that our whole city just needs time to recover. We don't want to draw from the food resources needed for the community at this time or power or water. Uh, we want to have time for ourselves, for the Commodore Perry, who's hosting the live portion, to be able to recover and get back rolling. And just the city just needs a little time to catch our breath. But then we also really feel like, man, we also need a day of wellness after this. Oh, so everybody does. I hope that we can help with that yeah. a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And so stay tuned for some partnership opportunities for first responders and things like that to be able to access our program mm-hmm. um, next Sunday, March 7th. Just to you know, put that out there, you'll you'll start seeing information about that. But because we had, I had a lot piled up to do and thought, oh, I could lose power and not get it back like my neighbors. And so I, I just, got I busy. worked. I got everything done. I worked. We got your article published last week, which is a really good one about staying in a place of gratitude. It's yeah. about the heart chakra mm-hmm. and help you get through this. Um, and so I had that reaction, but okay. So here's another thing. Speaking of chakras, let's talk about like for a lot of people, this really did, um, manifest emotionally in different ways. And I, I think all of us had, you, you had some sort of manifestation emotionally. Like I know for my husband, it was, I must get us supplies. I must keep us going. And you know that, um, he really went into that a survival caretaker. mode, mm-hmm. caretaker survival. But I mean, it's just, I think it's a root chakra thing when something like this happens, because we almost all have some sort of you know, issues really in every chakra that can come up or be triggered. Right. And what something like this triggers is that, um, desire for, or fear of not having safety and security and stability. And where will my next meal come from? And when will I have food and shelter? And I mean, these can be primal things coming from our lineage stores are cleaned out. Mm -hmm. It's getting better. Yeah. It's it's getting getting better. But last week there was no food. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and you couldn't get there anyway if you didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. So I think that is part of the anxiety that came up for a lot of people. I'll be interested to see what you see in your clinic as a result of this, if it's um, root chakra related. Or... That, I, I've already had people show up with pelvis issues. Okay. And that started yesterday because of this, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that's the thing is that I, I want people to really understand is that your thoughts are reflect in your body so much. And well, so you have control of your thoughts. They, so. they manifest in some way. Mm-hmm. They're powerful. They're very, they, they are the guiding force, your thoughts. Your perception is your reality and your perception comes from your thoughts. And so, I mean, one tip, I've talked about this before. Cheryl's writing an amazing series of articles on exercising for your different Mm -hmm. chakras. So go back and read the article on the root chakra. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you just want to free up that space energetically, even if you're not having a physical manifestation at this time in your lower back or sacrum or something like that, know that even emotionally what you're storing in your body, you might be able to release if you move and free up the energy in those areas. And it might just even make you feel better or help you to get past that. You know, you may have some residual stress. And I mean, you went through a trauma or a traumatic situation for many people and getting over that. Okay. I mean, your body stored that somewhere. So help your body get over that a little bit too and, and recognize that you might need to, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You, you might need some help getting over what you went through um, and rebalancing yourself yes. to know that now you are okay yeah, and, and now you are safe. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. But I think that, you know, I, the biggest tool, I mean, yes, there's so many survival tools out there that I'm hearing that would have helped last week, you know, we're hearing now, Mm -hmm. but I think the mental aspect is key in taking the first step to going back to normal, finding more balance and, Mm -hmm. um, building your frequency back up. If you recognize that it got down, you know, that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. I think that, you know, start with your thoughts and whatever that is that helps you, whether that's journaling, meditating, talking to a friend, Getting outside and enjoying the nice weather now, that all of those are great tools. Maybe it's a combination. Yeah. And we are blessed because as extreme as that was in Texas last week, today is sunny and 70 degrees. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. we get reminded right away that yeah, things will come will back into balance. The mm-hmm. sun will mm-hmm. shine for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I had somewhere else I was going to go with this. Something you said. Um, so just keep talking. It'll come to me. It'll come to me. <laughs> but definitely, uh, that's the one thing that I tried to focus on a lot last week is to try and even though I slept a lot, I really you know, didn't. I think I had so many yeah. people and, yeah, and you had dogs a lot of people. in we didn't the house. Have, yeah. We didn't have extra people until the weekend when everything was back on, except for we had some family relatives that didn't have water. So they came over with their kids to shower mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think they have water now, but, um, you know, we didn't have that disturbance, but you know, that disturbance did kind of shake things up where I Mm -hmm. missed some stuff that I should have been on top of. So I can't imagine having a week of it Mm because during the week, really, we only had to take care of us four Mm -hmm. in the house, which, um, was a blessing because I'm not a good as homemaker as Amy (laughs) (laughs) 
Like if people came to my house to eat, I would have been like, huh, maybe grilled cheese sandwiches. Well, we didn't and that was, that. I will say we were lucky. The house guests, <laughs> we had shared the duties and they, you know, great cooks and supplier of things too. So nice. I, I remember what I couldn't remember earlier. You were talking about in working it out, journal or meditate. Yeah, yeah. And that I did do that. And that, I mean, here is where um, last week was weird for me. And we talked about this a little where I'm normally a super introspective person. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any of that. I really, I think there were only one or two times I did just a couple minute meditation when I kind of felt the need for it. I didn't do my normal meditations or journaling. I would have normally used that a week off, so to speak, of not being able to get out of my house as a time to read more or maybe try to um, take some class that I hadn't been able to, that I had stored on my iPad or whatever it was. I didn't do any of those things until sort of the snow started thawing literally and figuratively and Sunday morning and I meditated for a long time and I wrote and I just, it was like bullet points on my computer and just like, wow, I had a lot of takeaways. I'm just going to start listing them. Mm -hmm. And then it was helping me to sort of process, process Mm -hmm. and have my, what did I learn from this? Like, as we talked about me staying in a place of gratitude, I think helped tremendously. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. So hopefully these little tools that Amy and I just gave about the mental reality of what going through Mm -hmm. something like last week was like and how, you know, we dealt with it and how we continue to deal with it. Yes. Um, help you guys and do stay tuned, uh, regarding our event coming up March 7th. That is going to be a whole day of those tools and you it can, will. There will yeah. be a lot you can pull yes. from that. And um, we've also, our whole schedule has been goofy because yeah. of last week. So we didn't release a podcast on Friday like we normally mm-hmm. would. And we don't have a new article this Tuesday like we normally would. We're a little behind on those two things. But we have this special episode of the podcast coming out. And then we will be back on track next Friday. And you will see us get back to our normal Mm -hmm. schedule on everything now that we're starting to have things file back into Mm -hmm. our normal system and and schedule again. So thank you for bearing with us on those things. Yeah. And we'll see y'all soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Invibe Live Conversations. For more information and to join our community, be sure to check out our website at invibelive.com. We look forward to sharing with you.